Holistic. Bashiana. Welcome to Who You Call in Holistic. I am your host, Shiana Rivers, and joining me today is a special guest, Cord Parks from Atlanta. Hey, Cord. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Uh, Cord and I met at a, what do I call it, a conference, a summit? Uh, yeah, you can call it the things. The things. Okay. So for those who have been listening, I had Steve Murray on here. And Steve Murray introduced us because Steve actually gifted me that like the conference thing. It was a trading options conference with Aristotle yes. investments. A lot of people are, I'm sure a lot of people that follow me are familiar with them, with him. Mm -hmm. um, and then we were talking, we were talking podcast things and we were talking networking things. And we were like, we need to get together at some point and discuss these things in the future. So we were following each other on IG. And then we became friends on Instagram. So, yep. um, and you would say things to me sometimes about like the things that you were going through. And I was just like, eh, okay, whatever. Cause strangers tell me things anyway, but I didn't right. cry. Right, right, I right. Cry. And then <laughs> no. like later we started having discussions and I was like, oh, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but first I'm going to start you off with a little icebreaker question. Get us started. Bring it on. Let's do it. Um, okay. If you could have a personal holistic guru who happens to be a celebrity, who would it be and why? And what unique wisdom do you think they would share? All right. So um, I feel like this is kind of unfair because I've already kind of prepped for that question. But no, that's fair. We got more <laughs> questions. I got all the questions. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, it would be under 3,000. Okay um and, and have you met him personally no so i've okay. i've met big boy um i've been in the room with him but i haven't physically met him okay um and i think the wisdom that he would have to share right now is just being in flow like someone who's been at the peak of what those of us would seem or feel would be fame um the things the money the cars, the the you know the things that most of society deems to to be successful and all that kind of stuff, and to to now to just be in existence among the people, I think like that's an art. He's literally have he's went out in front of these people and now he's retracted back and he's just enjoying the world for what it is. Um, and I think a lot of us don't get to experience that because we're always on a in the rat race i feel like he's he's out of the rat race mm -hmm. jim carrey too because he took that route he was like i've done enough this is i've had enough like i'm i'm good on this i've done as much as i can do or as yeah. much as i want to do yeah and i'm good on the rest and i think a funny thing for me is like for those of us in this age demo with you know outcasts and some of our the people that we grew up listening to um, for this younger generation, they wouldn't have a clue who they were standing next to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of just, that's, I don't know. It's something about that to me. That's just like, like, dang, just to be standing next to greatness and somebody don't even know, like, who is this guy? You know, he's walking around with this flute and you know, <laughs> right. Right. walking you around know the city with a flute now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's who it would be. Okay. Um, all right. I got another one then. Bring it on. 
if you could invent a quirky holistic treatment, what would it be called and what would it claim to heal? Um, dog, what did I say? Oh man, I forgot it already. Ah, oh. means you got to create one. I got to create a new uh -huh. one. It could be outrageous. It could be something simple. It could be. I want to use what I used. Oh. <laughs> um, quirky, holistic, something that treats the body as a whole. Mm -hmm, and it mm -hmm. might not make sense when you're explaining what it is, but it's a thing that works. Gosh. Do you remember what I said? No, I sure don't. Because no. oh, I've asked a few people these questions, so I don't remember I don't remember their replies. Oh, now I wish I would have saved it. <laughs> it Think of good. a new one. It was good. It was good. Um oh. Yeah, it was it was um the memory zapper. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. I said like men that, in black. Um, yeah, like men in black. Uh I will create one from a holistic standpoint though, just of uh a trauma eraser. That's what I call mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. The trauma eraser. And um, and is there a timeline for the trauma that it can erase? Or is it just um, like within 24 hours? I would say that it would be the root. It would okay. go to the root. It would it would help you to be able to um get to the root cause of things and put you at a state where those things aren't holding you back from um from you know progressing in life because we know that the uh certain things that we've experienced throughout our lifetime you know can either propel or hold you back and i feel like for a lot of people it, it may hold them back so yeah it will be the trauma eraser Speaking of trauma, this is like probably a terrible segue, but it also makes sense. Um, you know, I throw all the slander on Scorpios. Yes, you do. But yeah. I got trauma related to Scorpio. So that's probably why. Yeah. Um, so when I talk shit on on IG, y'all, like this is he's in in my inbox trying to defend Scorpios. I don't but... necessarily try to defend. I just typically <laughs> you just say I, not you. I ask, no, I ask questions as to why because okay. i feel like for, i feel like for every for every sign there's duality absolutely you know what i'm saying so it's like but your trauma comes from a, it happens to be a scorpio yeah well and then scorpio like generally speaking it's a it's a dark energy like y'all i mean it's not necessarily a bad thing because we the duality we need the darkness and the light Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, I felt like the Scorpio that I had dealt with, like tried to suck the light out of me, basically. Um, very parasitic vibes, <laughs> but <laughs> we won't get into that today. I've, I've recovered from that, yeah, um, yeah. allegedly. Which but, I, feel like, I feel like I'm more light than I am parasite, but I'm pretty sure we all have. But also you've done work. So we've discussed that too. Like, I think Correct. it requires, you know, in order to, to like progress from that, you know, you got to learn alchemy and you got to learn, like you can sit with that darkness, but you can also transmute it and make it something better instead of yes. using it from, from manipulation and such. But Scorpio, I mean, it's also like very much death and rebirth, those vibes. So, um, you know, even in your own experience, I'm sure like you'll see these cycles of, of who you're letting die or pieces of you that you're letting die and pieces yes. of you that you're letting be reborn. Yes. 100. So, mm -hmm. Oh my God. 100. Like how many, like if you could count lifetimes or how many lives you've had already, there's, there's been a few, right? Like you've lived a, yeah. 
See? Yeah, I've used, I've lived a few. <laughs> I would say three, maybe so far. So far, see, that makes sense. Yeah. So before we met, mm-hmm. because now, what would you say your title is? Like, I don't necessarily like to ask people what they do for a living, but how do you pay your bills currently? Um. So currently, I work in um talent management and consulting more on the consulting side less of talent management um i started that uh 2000 and um like 18 ish um doing the things i consider myself to be uh i consider myself to be a person a visionary i consider myself to be one who can uh, I'm an engineer at heart. So um, being able to drop myself in different ecosystems is a gift and a curse. Being able to drop myself in different ecosystems and figure things out and then figure out the direction or what needs to be connected from those different things. Um, it started off as me managing and working with Desi Banks. Um, when I ran into my legal situation, we um I, I severed that to make sure that he didn't receive blowback from that situation and then um after i got through the weeds of that i don't know if i'm going too far into the story or not but um as i got into it and really seen that it wasn't as bad or as good as you know um it was started to realize oh i can continue to work with people and then started working with aristotle investments um Another client of mine, Alfred Chevy Brooks, uh, who's like a brother to me. Um, Desi, you know, he's still like a brother to me, like a little brother to me. Um, Funny Marco, and just doing some consulting and brand strategy stuff um, for, you know, other people like yourself, um, you know, other friends who come on and just might need a little uh, insight on some direction that they can go in. And I, I enjoy that. I think I'm a person who just, um, being a, a former NFL player, CFL player, uh, I fell in love with the process and the process, um, tends to be something that I enjoy, which is, uh, I had a, I had a consultation early with a gentleman, um, who's, he, he said that I came highly referred to him because I'm a person who brings people. I break them out of their current atmosphere and I never mm. looked at it like mm-hmm. that. Um, and I was like, okay, I, I can, I can embrace that kind of like a Kickstarter. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. to a yeah. Cause you um, help people, you've like helped them extract the ideas that are all jumbled. You help like pull them apart. Yeah. Like an incubator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's what I do now. That's, that's okay. what I do. Um, that's how I've been paying the bills for the past five years. Um, that's been what I've enjoyed doing along with um working with student athletes training them you know because that's also me as a football player uh helping them develop as athletes and um develop on and off the field for life right well right yeah and so you were how long were you in the nfl what years were you in the nfl i was in the nfl from um 2009 uh was my first year i played for the st louis rams um 2010 i was with the uh i'm sorry with the Seattle Seahawks, uh, 2011. Well, part of 2010 and 2011, I was with the Minnesota Vikings. So I spent a year and a half there. 
Uh, my final uh, year was um, I was with the New Orleans Saints for training camp. Um, and then from that, I went into the CFL where I played in Canada for um, five years. So I spent um, four years. Was this just like right after college? Two, so in 2009? Yes. Okay. Uh, so um, I came home, was trying to figure out what the engineering field had to offer here in Atlanta uh, because I went to school for mechanical engineering and I got signed in the middle of that process. Gotcha. Yep. So young 22 year old court goes into the NFL, you know, from a small school um, being in Atlanta. And um, yeah, that started my journey from that. I kind of had hung football up, honestly. Because college kind of took the light out of it for me. I'm sure. And we were talking before about like how, um, you know, when you joined the NFL, a lot of people thought that it was different than it was like. And I even kind of asked you, you know, like, what was your lifestyle like that with that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Um, Because in my head, and I'm sure a lot of people's heads that don't know, like you're living this fast life, you're partying with Drake and the strippers and like. Right. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was some of that, but like yeah, it wasn't an all. Some the time of it, thing. but it's not. Yeah, it's not what um, it's 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 not what the media has painted it to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's not living that lifestyle. Some of right. us are. <laughs> some of us, I was an on the bubble guy at one point, where it's like a what? It's called being on the bubble. Meaning, I don't that, know what that. What is on the bubble? Uh, uh, on the bubble guy is you really one foot in, one foot out. You could okay. You can, get a, you can you're you're pretty much on a job interview every day. Gotcha. So at any day you could be cut. <laughs> See, the way my my rejection sensitivity is set up, I don't know how you did that because I'd be I'd be on eggshells all the time. Like they're gonna fire me, they're gonna fire me, they're gonna fire me, and I couldn't do um, it. I didn't necessarily know at first that's how it was. Mm. You know, until I got cut. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, my first year I didn't experience that. I was on the team the whole season. I didn't have that problem. Um, then when I, my second season, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, guy came, tapped me on my show. Oh, I'm sorry. I got a phone call as soon as I got back to my apartment. Um, hey, you need to bring your playbook. And then that's when the journey started for me of like, okay, this is the business. This is how this works. Um, you know, you're on a job interview every day. You can be cut, you know, your job, there is no real stability. Mm-hmm. And really like, and I've had this conversation with other friends too, like this idea of, of stability in a workplace is it's an illusion. Exist. Yeah. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's an illusion. It doesn't exist. So like, that's why I was like, it's best for me to work for myself because you know, like I can work as hard or as not as I not want to. Hard. And that's gonna yeah. shape my future. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, part two, part of that is, uh, you know, you, your identity becomes submerged in that because of the lifestyle. Right. And like you said, when most people hear the lifestyle, they're thinking of the, the cars, the girls, the money. And it's like, no, it's, it's, you know, it's also your accessibility to certain things. It's, you know, people's accessibility to you it's you know status it's you know i might not have a lot of money and still being able to move around the city like um you know big shot whoever it is but i could probably be on my last check you know right. what i'm saying 
And there's probably um, a lot of them like that too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, getting sucked into maybe certain financial practices that you wouldn't necessarily do. You know, some of the, like you say, the status spending and just the type of things, you know, that that world would drag you into that you wouldn't necessarily be, you know, at 22 years old, um, you know, be thinking about, you know, as far as that type of thing. So, you, you know, you can become submerged in that and that could become, you know, a, a huge part of your um, finding finding out who the hell I am because who who you are is not uh you know in this journey you 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 later find out is not what you do you know um what you provide and all this kind of stuff is when you start to do that work you just like oh I'm really more than just that you know when you can't just lead with those things and that I think that's what um once I stopped playing that's when I realized that was the most difficult part for me because and I what year played. did you stop playing? Um, 2016 was my last year. 2017, you could say I was like, okay, well, I can still play, but I was I was 31, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm really a dinosaur. Gotcha. Uh, I don't even know the the age range for things like that. Yeah, the but average... at least you made it out without a TBI. Was it the huh traumatic brain injury? Like at oh, least your head allegedly, good? allegedly, allegedly. Okay, uh-huh. all right. So maybe. A lot of these things they don't find out until a person dies. That's the unfortunate part about it. You know? See, and that's this is where I come in with the things that I teach and show. Like absolutely there's things that you can do for preventative care to to see these things within your body taking place. And yeah. even just learning who you are and connecting more to that helps you see these things that you need to change too. Because it's like, wait a minute, I don't like the way my body feels, or I don't like how I'm feeling when I first wake up and yada, yada, yada. So then you learn these things so you can correct them. Yeah. And man, I think another thing that I've learned through this um, experience was just like how much your body adapts to trauma. Mm. You know, um, since I haven't played in over thirties in over five years, um how much your body like being hit it's like boxing mm-hmm. i didn't know you know your body hardens yeah you know um you see those like asian instructor men like beating people on the shins with them? yeah yeah yep. um i never looked at it that way until you know i got punched you know just a little tap and i'm like oh that shit actually hurt <laughs> You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, because you hadn't been playing in a while. Because I haven't Got been playing. It. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, because you started uh, softening, like yeah. mentally and emotionally too. I'm sure. Yeah, falling. That shit hurts. It didn't. Mm-hmm. Used to, it didn't. Stop used doing to, that. Yeah, it, it didn't hurt. Uh, you know, back then, you know, and um, this realization that your body adapts to that. You know, it it adapts to the atmosphere. It, it adapts to what's going on. So. Um, though that has been the realization for me over these past couple years of just like how much your body, your brain, um, will start adapt to certain things that are not necessary that are not healthy for. I'm not gonna say not necessarily, they're yeah. not healthy for it's not they're healthy not. for. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, that's what that's what um this this my sports journey and you know, leading to you know, uh my year out which was that was the start of me trying to figure out who the fuck core was 
So what was that like after you left the NFL? Like what, like how, how were you like, oh, I got to make money now and I'm not doing this for a sport, like survival things, I guess. Um, how did that process happen? How did that process happen? I come back home. Um, I, mean, I never know what people do that leave the NFL. Like, what do you do for a living after that? If, like, what do you uh, choose to do? Some people go into, some people go into, you know, being an analyst. Um, I've seen, yeah, I have seen that and I don't yeah. sports a lot. So, but what right. I've seen, they're right. some sort of an analyst or a coach. Correct. Uh, coaching. There yeah. you go. Um, real estate. Uh, you know, there, there are many things, right. Um, that, that guys, you know, can, can, can go and, and do for me and myself. I was dumped back in the hood. Uh, I come, I came back home to a relationship that wasn't the best. Um, but really just being back in the atmosphere of trying to, like you said, trying to figure out who I am. I know I possess different, um, attributes. I can work on cars. I can, um, I went to school for engineering, you know, do I go back in? Cause I did not finish school at that time. I didn't finish mm -hmm. school. Um, do I go back to school? What is the process of going back to school? Who the hell do I get in contact? I haven't talked to nobody from the school in eight years. Right. Um, you know, I've, I had friends, um, shout out to Zara, who's, um, who's, you know, been that connection point for me to this day, who's been trying to get and has been on the school and has been like, yo, y'all got guys out there, you know, y'all need to, you know, be tapping in with. Um, so that, that, that time, that period for me, 2017, I just remember getting back home, um, trying to figure it out, uh, you know, uh, like I said, being in a relationship, trying to figure out, okay, is this person for me? Because the things are gone. Uh, is this person here because of the things? Mm, mm, uh, mm. Because now shit is getting rough and it's like, are you adding value or are you just- Are you an asset or a liability? There you go. Um, which I, I later, you know, found out how that worked out. But- uh then too, just being dumped back and it's like, okay, who am I? What do I want to do? Okay. I know I want to train. I know I want to work with student athletes. What does that look like? Okay. That's cool, but it's not really bringing in any money. Um, I've done some acting. So I was doing some stand-in work. I was doing some stunt work for movies and, and stuff like that. Um, but it's not bringing in the money that I'm used to. So it's an ego check. Uh, mm -hmm. there's a, there's a, you know, you know, you, that little bit of money, <laughs> uh, you, you, you find yourself doing that. And then, um, I've done the same thing though, with like, when somebody's like, oh, just get a job job. And I'm like, what is that? She, right. But like, yeah. And, I, and, and I also had, knowing how much I can make quickly versus like eight hours of it. I'm like, what, yeah. what, for what? Yeah. When I, yeah. when I've seen what I could do, yeah. why would I do that? Yeah. And, um, you know, my mom is corporate one corporate, corporate, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so for her, that generation like, is just go back to school. Just, you know, just, just go back to school, you, go back uh, to school, get a job. Yeah. You're a smart man. Go, go get a job. You know, uh, what are you doing? And it's just like, I was living, uh, with my, with my mom at the time and, um, we had lost my dad. Uh, so a lot of that for me was like, all right, I'm tired of this. I go out, I get into a circle of friends that are not the best for me. And like I said earlier, you know, um, 
my attribute is my gift and my curse. And a friend of mine actually just said this to me a couple of weeks ago. He said, Cord, I value you as a friend. I value you as a person and I know your skill set. He said, if I don't want you to figure it out, there's certain rooms that I'm just not taking you into. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? I was like, that's that's powerful. You know what I'm saying? That's that's you recognize and see me in that light, you know, now from what I've experienced. But yeah, I get dumped into an ecosystem. Now I'm out hanging with guys. I'm in a strip club. I'm doing things. Strip club is a good time, by the way. I mean, let's not. Okay. And you're in Atlanta. So like, don't don't shit on that all the way. I'm not at all. Okay. uh, You know, the type of things that happen in there, you know, as far as the deals you run into and just that. And I'll introduce to a guy and he, um, you know, he, you know, it's like, Hey man, you know, I got this thing going on and all you got to do is this. And, you know, this sounds like fire festival vibes, by the way, 100%. (laughs) And he's like, Oh yeah, all you got to do is, you know, this. And then I'm like, my, here comes my brain. And I'm like, which initially for me, if, if, in my right mind, I would have never, but, you know, desperation and just survival, survival, 100% survival. Just like, you know what? I'm tired of hearing this from my mom. I'm tired of this. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. Move over, God. I got this. Mm-hmm. I'm, t- I'm tired of waiting on you. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and that was what year? This was, what? um, this was 2000, beginning of 2018. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Beginning of 2000. So I'm, I'm a year out. You know okay. what I'm saying? I've done a few acting gigs. I've done some things like that, but it hadn't um, yielded me, you know, what, what, I, you were what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and quick I, quick enough, correct. Because ironically, after my first transaction um, um, with this, um, I received five checks in the mail from the acting gig that I was completely not expecting. Of course. Of course. You know, you just had to wait a little longer. That's it. That's it. Which is and, usually um, the case with these things, by the way. Always the case. Always the case. Yes. Just wait and, a little um, longer. And and um that was God's first time telling me, like, hey, I got you. I got you. You just need to be a little patient. Just be a little patient, you know. And then um, you know, like I said, continuing to go down this path. And did you have nudges? As you were on oh, this path. Oh, yeah. What kind of nudges? Because uh, they were, uh, let me not even say nudges. Because for me, with a lot of the moves that I make with whatever, like if I don't listen, I get pushed. So I like to say, I would rather jump than get pushed. That sounds like some shit she on. But you had like some like stunt start or start stop pushes, right? Like Correct. Um, what did those look like? That was the first nudge. The first, the first nudge was 100% the check showing up Mm -hmm. after the first transaction. It's like, Mm -hmm. I got you. Um, after that, um, I just remember doing a couple transactions, um, you know, damn near getting caught and having that sitting there like, God, just get me out of this. Right. Like I've done when I've drank too much. I promise I won't drink this enough and I won't drink this much again. I promise. Just get me out of this. Yeah. Um, also nudges my body was you know like you said anger uh 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 you know sometimes like you said your body not f- just feeling right feeling dr- like yeah you're 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 getting money you're getting possessions you're doing this but you ain't but at really, what cost yeah but you ain't feeling you're not 
you're not feeling you you mm -hmm. even you walk around you kind of i ain't gonna even cap you kind of look like a zombie in a sense you know and you can kind of tell you know it's like you, you your pictures now versus then yeah yeah i never even hmm. no people say that like especially um when i talk to women in particular and they look at men that they've dated and like Ooh. what the men were putting them through and they look at like their faces are you know sunken in and like mm -hmm. their skin color isn't as vibrant that kind of stuff and it's like people and I call those energy vampires like you got to be around the right people because they will literally suck the life out of you yeah and you're saying yeah. that you were walking around like a zombie like yeah you know what I'm saying and then um I remember just things really you know towards the end I you know I started working with Desi things getting you know getting off and I'm just like I can't I'm, I'm not doing this shit anymore um you know and cut it and then like I said so you were started. detached you were like I'm over this yeah I'm a, I'm evolving I'm growing up yeah I'm done with that life time for another time for another life cycle correct correct which that life did not last long um like I said I you know having to look over your shoulder all that kind of shit it's not it's not it's not a mm -hmm. life yeah um so yeah um like I said things start picking up with me with with, with with the work that I'm doing with Desi we're taking off Things are really fast tracking now. We're traveling, we're doing shows, we're doing all this kind of stuff. And uh, the gentleman who I'm doing these transactions with, uh, he gets caught. Um, well, like I said, this is probably like three three months after me removing myself. He gets mm -hmm. caught. Mm -hmm. That's the next nudge. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the stressors to start to come in. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I remember uh, that gut stressor, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, of when I found out and that panic, that feeling of that sunken oh, feeling on the what inside is about though. to happen and literally being on the toilet for like instantly like that clearing. I, I said, if if anybody want to know what it feels like to take a laxative without taking a laxative, go through a stressful situation like that and your, mm -hmm. your body, your body will just dump. Mm -hmm. any waste mm -hmm. well <laughs> like, i tell people emotions are they're stored in the gut yeah so. yeah um <laughs> yeah and then um probably about three months after that june uh march the 5th 2019 was when i got a target letter from the uh atf uh they came to my my mom's house uh they came from the, the what we don't know what that is the atf yeah that is the alcohol tobacco and firearms division Got of, it. of um the federal um the federal government <laughs> got it got it the letter <laughs> that you don't want to receive yeah the letter that you don't receive um that uh that that uh it's not just the letter but that realization that they just came to your house they entered without you giving permission um they went through your shit they threw shit everywhere um uh, that you know I, I i've explained two two stops of violation that i've experienced when someone breaks into your house and when someone goes through your stuff because they just through your shit yeah because they just they and they and and that's another thing is like when you get back to the house and see it's like shit flown everywhere they flip stuff upside down they just um to see your door batter rammed in you know what i'm saying like 
And I had that reminder for a while, you know, when I would come over to my mom's house and that sheer panic in her voice of what the hell is going on and mm-hmm. what are you into? And then I just remember that day of like, what the hell is going on? Um, You know, getting in contact with some people like I need a lawyer, you know, all this kind of stuff. And that began that journey, you know, Um, and it had me, you know, because other people were involved and now those people are calling me like what the hell is going on what you know and it's like like damn um here i am being that person for other people that's like oh you need money or oh you need this here you can do this and oh it's gonna be all right but also like looking at it like damn now i'm the same person that everybody's calling to when they're in trouble uh and it really made me start self-evaluating like well damn I'm in trouble, which I wasn't even in trouble yet, per se. Who the hell am I finna call on? Oh, these people calling on me. Mm-hmm. Who am I finna call You're on? the strong friend now. Right. Who does the strong well, friend call? Um, and, and then, like you said, that began a thing of, like you said, nerves. And I remember, I remember sleeping, I remember sleeping on the couch fully dressed because I always felt like are these people coming back? Yeah. Like just a level of stress. Um, you know, looking over my shoulder everywhere I went. Uh, you know, uh, you know, um, because I you've experienced this with my family and my aunt, you know, she experienced it with her husband, and she was just like, Yeah, they they typically come on Fridays. And just like I be- I begin to live for Fridays, like, oh, they didn't come this Friday morning. Wow. Oh, good. Wow. So I was, I began to like live for Fridays, like, okay, Friday morning. Okay. It's 5 a.m. No one's here. 6 a.m. 7 a.m. Okay. Good. I just remember kind of, like you said, starting to build through this, this build this level of trauma mm-hmm. of a way, a guard, you know, mm-hmm. to do that. And then um, I started going to therapy, start seeking therapy. Cause I'm just like, the therapy was more so from the standpoint of um I just remember building up this level of that. And then like I said, I started the the therapy because I'm just like the for the other reason. The other reason was damn, okay, I'm there for all these people. Dang, who who the friends I'm choosing? Who, you know, who am I choosing to 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 allow to show up for me? Who who are who are the people? Mm-hmm. Who, who is the tribe that's around me right now? You know what I'm saying? And um, from that, that's when I started to learn, like, oh, you're, rec- I call myself a recovering people pleaser now, but, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was going through a lot of trauma from people pleasing. Um, That's when therapy revealed a lot of things for me as far as like, you know, some of the, uh, some of the, the healthy habits, you know, that I grew up learning, but also some of the unhealthy ones, you know, some of the things that I experienced from my household growing up, um, some of the things that were passed down to me that I didn't, you know, that were passed down to me through birth that I didn't know about. That was the work that I was going to have to do. Some of the things that I just literally saw in front of me that I didn't didn't know existed mm-hmm. for the reason that I felt certain ways about certain things, you know. And um, I'm, it's crazy because I'm I'm actually looking at the first piece of paper I got from therapy, which says it's the um, what is it called? The squares. The, it's not the Jahari's window, but um, uh, it just talks to what therapy teaches you about open self, hidden self. Uh, blind self are the things that um these you know that you know and that other people know but therapy helps you to get to know the unknown self that's the things that people don't know about you or you know about yourself mm-hmm. you know and um that started that journey for me 
And uh, I remember, you know, uh, retaining it re when I retained my first lawyer. I was like, okay, so what's what's next? And he was like, well, are you going to go down? No, I don't want to go down and have a conversation. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to implicate myself in nothing. He was like, well, if you don't want to do any of that, go live your life. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. So I just, he's like, yeah, you go live your life until if we get a call. You know, he said, if we get a call, we get a call. If not, live your life. And um, yeah, so I continue touring, doing the things. Like I said, I finally- Living my, your life. Yeah, I continue. I started back- But like a better life, life now, because you would- Yeah, you would yeah. Built a foundation of things that were serving others yeah. and like- mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and even while all during this time of doing this, um, I was taking the money I was making from that and I was using it to fund kids to go to football camps. I was paying for a lot of the kids, um, who were training with me while I was doing this. That was my salary mm -hmm. per se. Cause a lot of the kids that I working with couldn't afford to pay me. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was kind of like my, you know, my, my work, that was my work, you know, from day to day, I would get up, I would go train them. A lot of them couldn't pay me, so I did other shit to <laughs> make up for the pay. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, once I, you know, like I said, I transitioned. I start, I start building that. We're doing that. I'm traveling. My level of comfort gets back down. Um, we get into the pandemic. Uh, you know, and I just would always kind of keep March fifth. I'm like, oh, I got to a year. I'm like, okay, this, this, nothing else is here. Um, March fifth, twenty twenty. Uh, shortly after that, the pandemic kicks in. Um, we were down in Miami for a show with Desi, and I re I remember uh having to make that call if we did another show. If we went, so we did our last show. We stayed in Miami for one more day, and then we left to come back to Atlanta. The pandemic starts, um, and yeah, I continue to live my life <laughs> as if that's what it was, and then um. Uh, we take a couple breaks off the road. Uh, Atlanta was still open. Eventually, uh, other comedy clubs and venues start open. We start back touring, where um, we were having to do weeknights, and then because no other uh, comedians, the older comedians were, you know, the young bucks was like, "Hey, we're gonna fill in these slots," so we started doing weekends everything is like it's starting to line up we we roll through this first year we we go crazy i mean we make so much money april 21st of 2021 um my indictment is signed which is even funnier because 420 we were in vegas desi them begged me to try to smoke and for for years, I'm like, no, mm -hmm. I I was one of them people. Like, I I'm not smoking, I'm not drinking, and I I'm finally starting to kind of take my my guard down on certain stuff. So I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, I try and I try. I'm like, oh, it didn't do nothing for me. 421, we travel to Seattle. 421, my indictment is signed by the federal government. It's delivered that Friday. I'm in Seattle. I get a call from my mom. She says, hey. Uh, we just got the call. You got to turn yourself in. I'm in Seattle. Um, my girlfriend flies, drives me back. She's completely oblivious as to what was going on. Um, I turned. Damn, she didn't even in. know. 
He didn't even know. Yeah. All right, Scor- th- there's that Scorpio kicking in. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, we we had our our dynamic then was just that's cool. Different. Continue. Uh huh. Continue. Um. But she, like I said, she came out. She drove me back. I tell her what's going on. Um. Uh, and yeah. Uh. Get back. Turn myself in. And this begins my next chapter of. Okay. And what were you indicted for? Um, gun trafficking charges or uh, what they would call straw purchasing. Okay. So filling out of ATF figure, fill, filling out an ATF form saying that you're receiving a firearm and it's not coming to you. And like, for those who don't know you and we've done like Instagram lives and, yeah. you know, we've been on IG together and whatnot, but like, for those who don't know you, they would not know this stuff. They would not know. No. And like, you're very mellow. You're very like level-headed. And you seem to do a lot for your community and you've been doing these things. And like, I had just met you a couple years ago and I didn't know any of this. So that's why whenever you were like, oh yeah, this thing is like looming over my head. And I was like, whatever, he'll tell me about it. Like if he wants to. And then when you told yeah. me, I was like, wait, what? What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um... So, all right. So right now, because this will not be aired until likely july-ish sometime probably yeah. um mm-hmm. don't hold me to that but this is before july because yes so we're preparing for um self-surrender uh um i was um sentenced to uh 27 months um i'll be at a uh a federal prison camp in talladega alabama talladega um, yeah catalina wine mixer right i was just thinking um Shake and bake, shake, shake and bake. bake. Yeah, yes. Everybody that I've said that to, they've said so. Like, uh, yes. Like Talladega nights, shake and bake. Talladega nights. You're not 100%. first, you're last. Yeah, there you go. Um, but, but you're not calling of- it surrendering yourself. Uh, you're treating it because you know the power of words and stuff. This is sabbatical. Got it. Yeah, it's a sabbatical. It. Um, this is um, this is time for me to go work on myself because I am very. Um, I'm very considerate. I'm very, um, I work for my people and I work, but I, I, me working for myself and working for my own brand and my own story and stuff like that is very important. And, um, I was told years ago that I would be presented with an opportunity to write a book. I just was like, about what, you know, got some content now, you know, plenty of content, (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, about what, you know, who there are so many feel good NFL stories. Oh, I went through this, and that's just like I, I'm. I just couldn't see it at the time, and um, I remember March fifth, and then when I retained that lawyer, I was like, oh, that's what this is about. <laughs> I see you what know? I'm supposed to write a book about now. Got okay, it. That's what this is about this is about this. Um, uh, this is bigger than me. Uh, this is this is not about me. This experience is not about me. This was already predestined, um, you know, and I've learned I've learned more about myself in these past two years of going through this uh, than a lifetime of going through the NFL and all the, the, the highs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so would you not say that in a sense uh, you're saying that you wanted to 
meet with Andre 3000, but you've in a sense already experienced what he's experienced too. You're, you're in your flow. There's like Correct. a little pause on your flow, but you're in your flow. You had the, you went the high, high and you've seen the low, low and you've. Right. Right. Um, yeah, but here's the thing. That's just a high from that point. I believe that there is a higher out of this, to be quite honest with you. Mm -hmm. um with the amount of kids the amount of me talking me telling my story um me being able to confidently walk in my truth mm -hmm. um and share this journey with those and to be able to help other athletes um face the the identity crisis that's you mm -hmm. know that's to come you know how can i start to help guys to uh work on these particular things before they're about to be done playing, you know, right. how can I put a, a ecosystem around a guy, you know, to help him to be able to transition, uh, from, you know, from, 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 from sport back to real life. Right. Because for me and my analogy of it is like, it's like, um, when you're, when you're playing a sport and when you're a talent of that magnitude, your world is totally different from everybody else. A lot of things are done for you. You have accessibility. I said this already. But when it stops, it's like it's like being on a treadmill and, and the treadmill is rolling. And it's like, okay, when do I jump on this? Because the world's been turning. Right. Everybody else has been living their life. Everybody else has started their family. Everybody else is in their career. You're retiring from another career. This is what some people face later on in life, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's funny because my mom is going through that now. It's like trying to establish her identity outside of work mm -hmm. as a retired, you know what I'm saying, woman. And it's just like, I'm coaching her through this now. I never would have We're thought. all coaching our parents, I I feel, is what happens at our age or something. That's that's what's taking place. Is it is it an our generation thing? I think, or it might be like a every generation thing is like teaching their parents what they've learned along the way. Is mm. something. Mm. Okay. I so you turn yourself in. You're going on your sabbatical. Correct. You're very, you're still very here though. Like, what is that like mentally? Because you know, I love my freedom. I mean, mm -hmm. I feel like everybody loves their freedom, but what is that like mentally knowing that you have this freedom and then it's limited I don't want to say it's taken away, but it's, it's limited. Um, I think, uh, for me, I'm a perspective person and both of us have witnessed some of our friends, some of our families, um, they're in prison without even being in a facility. They're yes. literally walking around in prison. Yes. In prison in their mind, in prison yes. to their thoughts, in prison to their jobs. Relationships. Relationships. Heard. Um, <laughs> so for me, it's just right a location. Now, it's and it's literally football camp. Yep. It's literally football camp for me. Um, football camp would be us going. Uh, we we will go to a remote location. You work out, you train, you practice. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So now for me, it's just like, all right, get into it, get into a um get into a get into a 
a, a routine, a healthy routine. Um, you know, read, work out, write my book, um, continue to learn about me, meet whoever I'm supposed to meet on the other side of this, because there's somebody in there waiting for me to change or to give them a perspective and vice versa. Um, and this shit sounds very, (laughs) it sounds very like, uh, like I'm sitting in it, but I have my moments where it's just like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But um I'm I'm embracing it from that side of it. The more I and like I said, I know that I I create the perspective of what that is. So if I walk into it with the mindset of, oh, this is gonna be horrible, woe with me, that's that's what I'm gonna see. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I don't know how many other people have people that they know in prison, but I mean, I've been following people that have gone to prison. They're on Instagram live. They're like <laughs> showing the the talent shows. They're showing like I don't know about that, that part. Making. I, I don't know about that part. The talent show. I'm I'm going to so I <laughs> I've seen there, it and I was like oh there's a difference between state state. I'm going to Club Fed is what they call it. Um, this was Club Fed. Okay, well this was Club Fed and like yeah. Instagram live regularly, and I was like. Huh. <laughs> Who's living huh. I guess it's not that bad in there. Something like they're able to they're on IG live more than me. Hey. The, I guess the things you can do with the time, right? I guess so. So what does life That's look funny. like after football camp? What you said, what does life look like? After football camp. Oh man. Um, so what does life look like for me after that? Uh it's interesting. Um one, I actually just had a call with a new client who I'm going to be working with through this time, building media for him as a um as a professional football player. So I'm excited about that. That's going to be going on a while. Mm-hmm. So I've already built the team around him. They're mm-hmm. going to be handling the things. I have my point of contact. They'll handle whatever, whatever. I actually just did a call with a gentleman um, who uh, came, recommended from a friend who said that he should be working with me who does hypnotherapy. Um, and I want to bring the things, the things that me and you talk about. Um, I want to bring... Uh, spiritual work and stuff. Spiritual work. I want to bring, um, you know, uh, what do we call it? Mushroom therapy. Uh, you know... Psychedelic therapy. Psychedelic therapy. There you go. Or psychedelic um, assisted therapy. Assisted therapy. I want to bring these things... Not only to athletes, but to our people, because we don't, we kind of, mm-hmm. you know, when you hear mm-hmm. these things. That's white people um, shit. Yeah, yeah, literally, right? Yeah. Um, and it's like all of these, these tools have been provided me to, provided to me during this time, which gives me the peace that I have. Mm. You know, it's, um, go ahead. We spoke the other day about peace. Yes. And, and we were talking, you asked me a question. Yes. About uh, and now I've forgotten the question. The question like was, was, um, the question was, was when God said to the storm, peace be still, was the storm's name peace or was, um, or was he just saying peace be still? And then you said, sometimes we're the storm. That sounds like some shit she yeah. honestly says. I was like, and mic drop. Yeah. And you might dropped off that. Um, 
Yeah. And it just reminds me of um my boy Trans Lee has a brand and his brand um is called Inner Peace Outer Glow. Uh the more I look inward to myself and not to the things, because that was also a, a that was a thing too when I first started going through this was um instead of me having my own relationship with God, I was leaning on everybody. So anytime somebody said, Oh, God told me to take, I'm like, what? And it's like, I needed to have my own relationship. I needed to establish my own connection. Now those downloads, that information, that same voice, like all of that comes to me now. I just, I, I wasn't working the muscles. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So can we work the muscles? How do we work the muscles? Um, And I feel like with athletes, we're already in the routine of things. We just need to work the work the muscles. You know what I'm saying? Um, and there's such thing as muscle memory. So even if you think you've forgotten it, correct, you just need to practice working it again. Correct. And um, yeah, I'm just excited to bring these resources to our people. So even that on that that call earlier, you know, with the hypnotherapy, I was just like, he was telling me stuff, and I'm just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a friend this who does be, hypnotherapy. Yeah. This would be good for athletes. This would be good mm-hmm. for entrepreneurs. This would mm-hmm. be good for educators. Like, you know, and 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 I'm like, the first thing I thought about was, hmm, what are our people gonna say? Okay. And I'm Just like, gotta lead oh. the way sometimes. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? One thing that I know how to do is bridge that gap. So I'm like, this is what we need to do. This is how we need to approach this. And it's just like I said, that's when my mind started racing. But that's what this looks like um, for the life looks like for me after that is, is, is me sharing my story, me sharing, you know, my experience, me being able to be authentically myself um, and share with other, uh, not just athletes, but other black men, um, you know, about this, this road to finding, you know, who you are, you know, and, uh, and also understanding that you're constantly, um figuring that out you're gonna mm-hmm. pick up you know you're gonna pick up a i call it putting on coats you're gonna be picking up a coat you might outgrow it it might be too big you take it off you're gonna try something else um and that's i'm just lucky enough that i found my right therapist the first time yes and, <laughs> yes it makes a you difference know what I'm saying? um which came from a from a, from a referral from a friend my, my mom is about to start therapy yes um, see and that's the other thing once you start doing these things people see it and see what happens with you and they're like well maybe yeah it's not so yeah. bad i should try it out yeah um you know even my me sharing my experience with you know with microdosing uh a, a close friend of mine who just lost a son um to you know to to, to do a, a session with them I didn't know mm-hmm. I would be, I would be, um, you know, trip sitting, but I ended up. Right. You know, <laughs> and then I things. randomly FaceTimed you. Yeah. You, you were like, we were just talking about you. We just talking about you and, um, you know, giving them the tools that they need to heal and, you know, to get a text from, you know, his wife earlier, you know, like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing me a dose today and I'm checking in like, Oh, how did it go? And she's like, I had no anxiety. Uh, you know, I was able to walk through the day and it's just like, Okay, this shit is working. It is, yeah. Like, it is. It's it working. Does. You know what I'm saying? And, and this was recent trauma that they had. Very recent. It hasn't even been. It'll be two I'll months. Think- June the sixth. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, your work has not gone unnoticed. Just like keep that in mind too, because like 
I tell people all the time, we don't realize the impact we have because the things that you're teaching this one person, they're teaching somebody else who's teaching somebody else who's teaching somebody else who's teaching somebody else. So yeah, um, I got to ask you the question I like to ask all my guests. Yep. You didn't have a prep for this one. So okay. what's okay. your medicine? What's my medicine? What What do you do that's good for your spirit? Oh, um, for me, that would be being outside. Mm. Um, I'm a good dirt bike ride, a good just a good day outside, which I spend a lot of time outside <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, it doesn't take much for me. My my medicine is laughter. Uh, you know, that's that's a big one for me. But like you said, definitely being outside. Um, you know, I've done, uh, spent whole days out with the fellas riding up in the mountains, side by side, third bikes, all that. And it's like, time doesn't exist. It's fun. Um, you know, I enjoy that. Uh, my other medicine lately has has been me microdosing. (laughs) Well, how (laughs) will this change though during your sabbatical? Cause you'll need a new medicine. Um, I'll still be able to work out and do that kind of stuff, you know, and be you can outside. still laugh too. Yeah, I can still laugh. Um, like outside said, not, might look different. It will, one hundred percent. Um, but I've been equipped with the tools now to to you know to 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 meditate to do those things to you know to take me to that place i ain't gonna even be going that long I'll be, back, I'll be back before y'all know it i ain't even you know so we'll be back to the things right to but the things and you can see is, me build my empire by the time you're back it'll have right. been some some steps ahead by that correct so. correct so um yeah that's my medicine my medicine my medicine is also pouring into others but i'm also learning how to I got to write boundaries with porn and others. Yeah. I got to have boundaries with that. So, yeah. Well, thank you. This is, uh, this has been, been nice. And thank you for like, it's funny because, you know, I, I feel people's things sometimes when I engage with them. Oftentimes I feel people's things, but whenever I talk to you about this, I don't necessarily get like doom and gloom. Like it's very hopeful. It's very, you know, considering what it is, Correct. there's like inspiration behind it and this sense of like, yeah, I fucked up, but like, eh. it's, yeah, I'm well, doing what I need to do now. Yeah. If this, if this all would have fell down when it was supposed to, I'm pretty sure you'd be seeing a different person. Right. You know? Right. Or you right. wouldn't be seeing, or you wouldn't right. be seeing the person. Right. Right. So. Um, I feel that, you know, God allowed for it to happen the way it was supposed to, to prep me to be able to go through this because i know for myself i'm uh i'm a beacon of light so if i if i go inward if i shut down if i don't prepare myself if i don't have these tools then my ripple of who it affects like is is going to is is it i know it's impact it will impact others so i know that me um approaching this the way that I'm approaching it gives my mother peace it gives my family peace um it gives my loved ones peace around me so um which it gives them a certain amount of peace I'll say that 
I can't say that it gives them the amount of peace that I feel, but um, I also am the one on this journey. So it's not necessarily your uh this is this is this is not your thing to put in your your suitcase. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? This is this is mine. Not my monkeys, not my circus. There you go. You just you're just you're just in the stands. Mm-hmm. Sit back and then and watch. <laughs> but it's not your it's not your load to carry, which is something that I have to I constantly remind. I had to, you know, talk to my mom about this, you know, the guilt that she felt. I'm just like, this not that's not this is not it's a reflection not of yeah, this is not a reflection of how you raise me or no shit like that. Like, no, nah, it's just I made a mistake. Uh, you know, you know, so yeah, that's that's the things that give me that. Like I said, I have a I prayed um for a tribe of people you know, to shift my perspective and, uh, you know, and, you know, God granted me with, you know, people like you, um, my friend, Mint, um, my boy, Terry, uh, and, a, and, a, and a slew of other people who've, who've been there to speak so much life into me um, and to walk with me, you know, to this space. So I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in a good headspace with it. Well, I'll make sure, I'm sure you'll just have access to listen and watch this whenever you want to, because like, I don't, I don't know how Club right. Fed is set up, but I just feel like, feel like whenever I air it, you'll be like, oh, yep, I'm, I'm tuning in too. So, yep. well, thank you for sharing your story. You know, I like to tell people it's important to share our stories. So I appreciate your transparency. Yeah. You know, it ain't, it ain't been easy. But how does it get any better than this? Hello. It has not been easy, like as far as being, you know, open about mistakes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, if I don't share it, if I don't share it, then I, it puts it in the hands of somebody else to share it, and I rather tell my own. Got to eight mile it. Yeah, I got an Eminem eight mile it. Yeah, because I've 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 heard some of the stories. I'm like, you heard what? Mm-hmm. And it actually is funny, but you know, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited of of, of what's in front. What's out in front? Well, um, that's it for today. Uh, I think um, I'm looking forward to, to to this book. Looking forward to this book. It'll be interesting to, but you got time. You got time to write it. So, yeah. Yep. And it's funny because I tried to get a ghostwriter um, prior to, and it wouldn't have been the same. Like mm-hmm. after like what I've really downloaded and received and mm-hmm. the information that I've it's gotta got. It's got to be you. Yeah, it got to be me. They can probably help on the back end, but <laughs> the, the download, if I would have started on it then, nah, it just would have been like a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, oh, oh, you know, so yeah. So yeah, it's going to be dope. It'll be a bestseller. It will. Here for it. It'll and write it down so it to make sure it will be. Yeah. All right. Um, that is it for today, everybody. Remember to meditate and hydrate. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call in Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me and all my services on Shiana.com. That's S-H-E-A-N-A-H. 